attention all patriots, it's time for the Signal 50 Podcast, where we talk about the hard truth about today's current events. Welcome to the Signal 50 Podcast. It is May 16th, 2021. And on tonight's episode, we're gonna we're gonna move it along really really fast. And we're sorry we haven't been around for the last couple of weeks. Uh, lots of stuff going on. I was just able to get my life back together digitally, and my co-host, my my friend, my confidant, Bravo, was uh, off for a little bit of rest and relaxation. So good for you. Thank uh, you. It was yeah. nice to be away. Although we'll talk a little bit about my observations. Yeah. while I was away, but it was good to get out of here. I mean, it's, uh, it's nice to see people getting out again. Yeah, that's really nice. So tonight we're going to be talking about a number of different topics. We're going to, we, we've picked four of the top hitters uh, of the week. Uh, you know, I've been, I've been a little bit sequestered, uh, not really you know, a little bit heads down, but uh, I think we can, I think we can cover the bases here this evening. So we're going to talk a little bit about taxes. You know, you know, your taxes are due peasants. <laughs> Better get your taxes in. They gave you an extension from April. Usually April 15th is the magic yeah. day, right? But they yeah. pushed it back to today or tomorrow. Sorry. I know this is a very sore topic for a lot of people out there, and, and I hate to rub it in, and I hate to do it, but we have to talk about taxes. Uh, so we'll be talking a little bit about taxes, and uh, we'll be moving along, and we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, conflict, unfortunately, that's uh, ongoing in Gaza right now. Uh, it's It's... It's 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 pretty ugly. It's pretty ugly. A hundred days beforehand, we had peace. We had all kinds of peace right. going on, and and here we are. Flick of the wit, flick of the switch, bam, yeah. and here we are. So we're going to move along. After that, we're going to talk a little bit about masks and 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 the new, the latest CDC guidance as of last week, and and the impacts there, and what we think of that. And we're going to be also discussing what's going on in Maricopa County uh, for the audit uh, or recount, as some people like to say, uh, of the. It's actually uh, an audit, technically. Yeah, it's, it's an audit. It's, it's like the audit. IRS. You know, you <laughs> know oh. it's, a, it's a proctology exam. Oh, my God. But they're examining every single ballot, which is nice. We'll get into that, too. Right. Just remember, everyone, we're the two American Patriots. We're all here to talk about the current events and how it affects us, the peasants. Of from the elites. That's right. The the Wokatarians are, are are in command of the boat. So anyhow, let's let's talk a little bit about taxes. I, I don't know about you, but uh, I, I'm left with an empty hollow feeling after after signing those returns here a couple of weeks ago and and getting those wrapped up. Well, you know, don't you love doing it all like electronically, but you still have to sign something. And if you owe something like I had to, you have to send it in your check or money order made out to the government. Or they can just drain your bank account. Yeah, I don't want. I, I I can't go that far yet. You know what the interesting thing is, though, Alpha. I, I the feeling of where the money goes and and how it's wasted and how I just why do I have to pay them? It just bothers me to the all ends, especially after paying taxes for so long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You no, know, I remember my first job when I was sixteen. Oh yeah. And they took money out of our account. And then oh I'll, yeah. It's just they take more and more and more, and they they don't they don't deserve it. They're not doing what they should. We should, we want them to do with it, and I think that's why we're all here talking about it because right our rights are being shot to the hell. Well, I'll I'll never forget uh, you know my my first uh, my first pay job 
mm-hmm. uh, aside from, you know, uh, a few mowing lawns and a few other things that, uh, you know, kids do, you know, family work and, and those kinds of things. I was a, uh, I was a dish, my first pay job. Mm-hmm. I was 16 years old. I got a job at, at the Ponderosa Steakhouse. Does anybody remember Ponderosa Steakhouse? I do. It was yeah, kind of a cool place. Yeah, it was all right. It was it was the ultimate in schlock at the time, and and it still would be. I think there's like one that exists in the world. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, um, I remember getting my first paycheck and my first pay stub, and I sat down with my dad, and I looked at it, and I said, hey, dad, here's my first paycheck. And he was very proud of me for you know, mm-hmm. making a paycheck. And I says to him, I says, what is this FICA guy? Who is this FICA guy? <laughs> I had the same question when I had my first Exactly. And he says to me, he says, son, now you understand why I'm upset most of the time. <laughs> there you have it. You learn it. You learn the hard way. I think, uh, especially nowadays when people start working and they understand where their money, you know, they can't understand where their money's going. I think that's, that's the important part. Drives everyone crazy. Well, right. It, it does. And, and the problem being is the government has become so big and so overbearing and so all encompassing. It's like a, a machine that mm. just devours and, and feeds off of every working individual in this country. And yes, I understand that we have to pay something, you know, taxes, you know, uh, you know, a, a user tax or a VAT tax or a flat tax would probably be a lot more tolerable. And they would see that it would uh, eliminate a lot of the loopholes. And they say, you know, the rich need to pay their fair share. Well, I got news for you. The rich do pay their fair share in a number of different ways. Uh, you know, the rich need to pay more money. You know, well, I got news for you. The, the ultra rich in this country stay rich because they can afford the high powered accountants and attorneys to find every little loophole that was ever left for them by people like uh, Pocahontas. What's her mm. name? Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren. Yes, that's right. So she's, she's part of that machine too, but mm. you know, taxes are it's just, it's just a tough time of year. Everybody hates it. It's just the worst. It's just the worst. And, and I've got some bad news for people out there in the world. And, and this needs to be said. And, I'm going to rub salt in the wound here a little bit uh, on some people that might be listening. And I don't mean to hurt anybody's feelings, but all of these people that over the last 18, 16, 18 months who've been collecting this enhanced unemployment, Mm -hmm. everybody realizes that that's taxable income, right? Uh, I don't know if they were told that when they got it, but... Well, I think they they make it pretty clear that you can be taxed on the income, right? So... Mm -hmm. A lot of people, because they're not working and it's a little difficult to make ends meet, or they're just taking advantage of those big dollars that are coming in over and above what they would normally make anyways, elected not to have any taxes removed from those payments. Mm. The, the bill is due. Mm-hmm. The bill is due, and it's going to be a rude awakening for a lot of people. Now, you're talking about the... The stimulus payments, you know, like the, those, were those taxable? No, or no they- the, the stimulus payments, uh, to the best of my knowledge, are not taxable. But on your income tax form, it'll ask you how much you were paid in the mm-hmm. first stimulus, second stimulus, and third. And if you meet a certain income criteria because they didn't calculate off your 2020s yet or or, or they it was just a little weird the way that it worked out and, and the way the payments fell out in, in, in uh, 21 here, if you were, if you report the amount of money that you were paid in the stimulus, 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And your income meets the criteria for, you know, receiving more money, you'll get what's called a credit. Mm-hmm. And they'll make up the difference between that and in your refund. So you will be getting the money uh, mm-hmm. if you meet certain criteria, but it's not taxable income. Mm-hmm. Not like unemployment insurance or unemployment you know, st- um, money. That's right. $600 to that if you're furloughed or anything like that. And that, of course, is taxable. <laughs> right. That's all taxable. Well, it's all taxable income. You get a 1099G, I believe it is, mm-hmm. on that income. And if you don't pay those taxes, you have, you've got a serious problem. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. the IRS doesn't take, I didn't know, as an excuse. Nope. They sure don't. But enough about taxes. You know, your tax dollars at work, we're we're still paying AOC's salary and Maxine Waters so she can steal the federal marshals off of one plane to get them on hers to go to the Chauvin thing. Mm-hmm. But that's another story for another time. So anyhow, the, you know, we're, we're roughly 100 days or so. Eh, about, days. Yeah. We're, we're a few days short of a hundred days of, of a new presidency here. And, you know, um, as much as we don't really appreciate Joe Biden's politics or him as a human being or anything about him, you generally don't want to root against the captain that's, you know, driving the boat, right? That's kind of a uh, bad idea. That's hard for me to. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to play no, it cool, right? Because you, you just want to hope for the best and be optimistic that these people are going to do the right thing. Except so, except <laughs> hope for the best. Yeah, right. Hope for the best and prepare for the worst. Exactly. I'm, so, I'm a pessimist, my friend. Sometimes. And, oh, and, we all are pessimists. We've become pessimists over the last six years, whether we wanted to or not. You know, you're you're 96 days into a new presidency, and and you know you had, you know, somebody who was literally Hitler. Mm. Uh, you know, according to the the Wokatarians on the left hand side of the aisle, and and those radical idiots, mm-hmm. uh, he's literally Trump was literally Hitler. Meanwhile, he did uh, his level best to keep us, you know, to try to make the Middle East a, a really a much safer place. Mm-hmm. And the world is really on fire. Oh, it's 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 on fire, and uh, no no uh, no lack of um, oxygen or fuel to keep that fire going. No, this is uh, what's going on in Israel right now is a very very bad situation. It's a it's a it's a very bad situation, and and the tragic part about the whole thing is you can no matter what the Israelis do, they're screwed. they're screwed in the eyes of the world. They're always going to be the big bad guy. Well, that's if you, if you look at why, let's ask the question. Why, why, why Why are the Israelis screwed? Why are they looked at upon as bad guys? Well, first I'm going to point my finger at Omar plus occasional cortex plus Talib plus anyone else that calls themselves a progressive Democrat and are acting like a bunch of anti-Semitic, um, um, not nice people. And that's, that's let's just call it the way it is. They are rooting against Israel. They're, they're, they, they, don't, they are propping up those 
Palestinians, which really isn't even a country. Gotta be honest with you. There's nothing in the there's nothing in the Bible that talks about Palestine. Um, and it's a it's a propped up, made up reason to you know to try and um, derail Israel. That is my opinion, everyone. This is just my opinion. Um, and uh, Israel is not allowed to defend itself. Meanwhile, anything that they do is 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 damned if they do, damned if they don't. Right. At kind the of, end of the day, at the end of the day, their their object is to protect their citizens. There's only fourteen and a half million Jews left on the face of the planet, and mm-hmm. uh, you know nine of them, nine million of them live in Israel, mm-hmm. or twelve, or ten. No, I think like ten million. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know they they have to do what they have to do. Um, I, I I've been everywhere in Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had the privilege in my life to travel all the way from Beersheba. Mm-hmm. All the way north to Kiryat Shmona on the Lebanese border. I've been on the Syrian border. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been on, you know, down near the Egyptian border near Gaza. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been in the Negev and the Dead Sea. I've been everywhere in Israel. So have I, by the way. Oh, cool. I have to. Yep. I spent beautiful, beautiful country. Beautiful. Lots of culture, lots of history. Oh, it's fantastic. Awesome place. Awesome place, and and you know the funny thing is the the Muslims that integrate into the Israeli society are are you know they're they're equals. They're they serve in the IDF. They they are property owners. They are scholars, and they're doctors, and they're lawyers, and they're tech people. It's it's a melting pot of people that just want to get along, right? And the represented, and the Knesset, or their yes. house, of, or their you you know their representative house that's what they call it the Knesset um they're represented there they have a vote they right. can vote for a prime minister they can vote for everything that's right they're citizens that's it full stop uh okay word to the wise for the audience out there do not try to understand israeli politics mm-hmm. <laughs> just please don't do it you'll you'll give yourself a migraine and you'll probably have a drinking problem well they are they are a uh, they're modeled after england and the the so uh, that kind yes. of uh, parliamentary uh, kind of government. So yeah, everyone has a vote. Uh, everyone has a say. So that's where you get all these different groups. And you know, it's not like the winner takes all like we're here in America. That's a brief overview of how it works. Yeah, and it gets very confusing. You know the old expression. I work with a lot of Israelis. I know a lot of Israelis. You put twenty Israelis in a room, and you're going to have a hundred different opinions. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just the way it is. Israelis are very hardworking, industrious, conscientious, humanitarian people. Okay, mm-hmm. before they drop a bomb, they make sure they understand the target. They understand the, the collateral consequences. They go ahead and they drop leaflets. They make phone calls. They send text messages they they do everything that you don't do in an act of warfare to the enemy that you know they do they 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 announce when it's going to happen mm-hmm. so there's no surprises here right so yeah. the the Hamas strategy and playbook is to use people and and their civilians as human shields mm-hmm. and it's it's really awful it's just absolutely terrible what they do um, oh, by the way, and they have this underground hidden oh, yes. tunnel network, right? Yes. Where they send people into Israel, and people at night will be killed. Um, we will get into graphic detail how it's done, but it's not nice. No. It's very violent, and yes. they'll come into their homes while they're sleeping and kill them. 
This is the the uh, Hamas terrorists. They will go into Jews, Arabs too, I believe. They don't discriminate. No, they they just don't they rather kill, you know they, they you know they do talk about killing Jews more than they just. But they'll they'll go into people's houses and yeah, terrorists. It's terrible. Just 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 remember this. Just keep this keep this in the back of your head. Every year, the United States sends a lot of money to the Palestinian Authority. Trump wasn't doing it, mm -hmm. uh, but Biden turned that back on. So just remember that we are paying for these people to build terror tunnels to go kill Israeli citizens. Yep. Awesome, huh? That's where the money goes, people. It's not to the betterment of, of the people behind the wall in in the in the Gaza Strip or the West Bank. It's to support a terror organization like Hamas. Where do all the weapons come from? Do you think they're free? No, they're not free. No, but it goes to Iran who pays for it all. Right. You know, look, you know, everybody can just go check it out. This has been going on for days. You know, the Iron Dome system has been protecting people, you know, doing a damn fine job. Uh, they're not going to be able to catch everything that comes over the wire, but uh, they're going to be able to do quite a lot. Yep. Uh, they just overwhelm the system, and that's just the way it works. That's warfare 101, overwhelm your your enemy. Um, it's pretty amazing what the Israelis have been able to do. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> their tactics in warfare are <laughs> very interesting. Uh, they lined everybody up on the outside, a couple of divisions of Israeli soldiers, their armor brigades, uh, tanks and their uh, Namir uh, troop transports, and they got ready and they made them look like they were getting ready for a ground invasion. So all the Hamas terrorists came out through the tunnels to get ready to launch coronet missiles and RPGs against the armor and to go ahead and, and engage the Israeli uh, infantry that was going to invade. And do all their terrorist bad things. Well, engage in direct warfare. Mm -hmm. What wound up happening was, what happened was... They all popped out of their little tunnels, and it was a ruse. And mm -hmm. the Israelis dropped a lot of bombs on them. Yep. And by my understanding, they've crippled Hamas's ground forces uh, greatly. So they got them all into one place, lured them into a place where yep. they knew where they were. Yep. This is this is amazing. This is the intelligence uh, of the IDF. I think the uh, I'm sure the Americans had something, some way of helping them out, but. They know exactly where they were. They don't need our help. Oh, okay. They don't so, need our help. Trust me. They they dropped don't. they dropped enough ordnance to light up their life and go right you know to hell. And that's what happened. Well, that's play stupid games, win stupid prizes. So you know we're going to end the story with this. And everybody out there who who really wants to argue about the Israel Palestinian you know kind of thing, let's just just remember this, okay? Let me ask you a question. As a reasonable human being, bravo. Mm. If the Palestinians or the people in Gaza and the West Bank, Palestinians, Jordanians, what, whatever these people are, whatever they want to call themselves, mm -hmm. if they were to lay down their arms, mm -hmm. commit themselves to a life of nonviolent productivity and living in harmony with their neighbors, Israel, mm-hmm. Would their lives improve or would they not? It would improve. Okay. Let me ask you another question. If the Israelis laid down their arms, 
put away all the weaponry and dedicated themselves to pacifism and a life of peace and no engagement, would their lives improve or deteriorate? They would be ended. Correct. And, so and you have to face of the earth. You have to ask yourself those two questions. I'm here. I know numerous people that live there. There's no animus towards these people. It's just everybody says the same thing. I really wish that these people would just embrace the olive branch we've tried to hand them time and time again. Unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon because they're driven by ideology and spurred on by uh, promises that are uh, the, the, the Hamas are pawns of the Iranians. I, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, again, this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the information that is piped into their, their feeble brains when they're young, that Israel's bad, Jews are bad. You know, they just keep repeating it over and over and over again. Yep. And that's all they know. Then that's all these, the, these kids grow up to do violence and that's all they know. So until, until the parents or the people that are up, you know, stop believing this nonsense from the Iranians being piped into their kids' brains and them too, I don't think anything's going to change until, although it was, it looked pretty positive there a hundred days ago. And, and knowing, and and knowing that my tax dollars are going to this nonsense instead of Uh peace deals that we had, I lost count how many there were going on right before the election occurred. And, and, and what's more unconscionable to me is the fact that representatives, senators, they're all jumping up and down and coming down hard on Israel for defending themselves when you know Alpha as well as I do. If they were lobbing missiles at my, my house <laughs> from a border somewhere, oh yeah, uh, we would not be waiting to, to get someone's permission to, to stomp back. So Talib and all those morons can take it and shove it. I don't care. Israel has every right to defend themselves, in my opinion. And I hope to goodness that they continue to do so because Israel is the beacon of light in that area as a true democracy. That's right. Like we it's are. A, it's, a very, it's a very interesting place. Um, it, it, it's not our model of democracy. But it's it's as it's as close as you're going to get in the Middle East, and and they seem to make it work very well. So, yeah. you know, and, look, and I hate to, and, you know, and Mark Levin was talking about this also. Uh, Mark Levin said that um, people that hate Israel, hate the United States, hate our way of life. Yeah, and the people that are up there jumping up and down, you know, showing their disgust and their 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 outrage, false false outrage, by the way towards Israel for defending themselves, hate America too. So, and, and Mark Levin said that any of those representatives that are still, you know, spouting all this nonsense off should take a visit over there and see really what it's all about. They haven't been there, but they're going to comment on it because it's their political narrative. It's amazing. It's just amazing to me how any American Jew, Mm -hmm 
can follow along with these people's ideology. It just it right. just absolutely blows my mind. You know, listen, I think we 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 we've said enough here and and there's one thought I want to leave with. I think that everybody you know, if I don't I don't say this lightly. Um there's innocent people here on both sides. Mhm. Israeli citizens and 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 that's another thing I want to talk about here real quick and then we're going to wrap it up. These people in the West Bank and Gaza, they're they're launching weapons against Israeli citizens. It's nothing to do with the military conflict. Correct. They are launching weapons of mass destruction. These are big ass rockets that they're sending over there that can kill a lot of people and cause a lot of damage. They're they're not playing patty cake anymore. These aren't sixty millimeter mortars. Mm. This is big stuff. Mm. And it's really, it's really frightening. And there's innocent people that are being attacked. And on the other side, you've got a group of people, Hamas. They're using innocent people as shields. And unfortunately, in this situation, the people that pay are always the innocents on both sides. So I think it would be a good idea for everybody to put their head down and give a give a thought and and keep Israel and and even the people there there I would have to say that about 95 to 96% of the people in the Gaza strip and the West Bank are just people they're just yep. like oh my god would this please just stop yep so and i think knuckle cakes uh sums it up very nicely yes he does he's uh so, intuitive, thank you, sir, for your he's an intuitive young man and a damn yes. handsome fella <laughs> yes indeed yes indeed so right. you know, enough said about that. So let's let's move along a little bit here. Uh, so you 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 had your you had your immersive experience in 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 demasking. I did. Uh, tell tell us all about your experience. Well, it, it didn't start out that way. And, no, it didn't. But but tell us how it got there. <laughs> so f- for the for the first time in fourteen months, family and I went on vacation. Went to some. Place a little warm, got out of the house for once. Uh, understand the rules. The rules were they want you to wear a mask. Uh, outside, inside the attractions, uh, you know, I don't want to give too much detail because, but you can guess um, it's in a in a great state that's uh, <laughs> that's uh, doing pretty well in terms of uh, everyone's freedoms. But when you're on private property, again, the the, the corporations or the private property or the business, you you know. It's their house, their rules. That's what you do. So on the airplane, we wear our masks. And in between sips of uh, beverage, you have to put your mask back up, take it back down. You know, got off the plane, didn't feel sick. <laughs> Was able to go on our trip. Um, so these are these are big attraction type places. And they have lots of people. But uh, one of the things we found uh, with the with the people, the numbers, uh, the, they they were taking reservations that you had to have a reservation to go uh, to to the uh, the parks, you know these big parks that they have set up, and they're supposed to have limited capacity. They want to bring the numbers of people down, and you have to wear a mask outside. You have to wear a mask inside. Nose and mouth must be covered at all times. And the message kind of played on and on, saying uh, if you do not wear your mask, you'll be asked to leave. So they they. They set their rules. Okay. Got my mask on. It was the, the paper type. <laughs> had to, it can't be just a bandana or anything. It had to be your surgical mask or you had to be 
uh, N95 masks. You know, that's the way the, again, their rules. And uh, what, what, what policy, where, where's the, you know, where do well, they Wait get, a minute. Wait, wait, wait. These uh, are arbitrary rules. I was about to say where they get the, the data to support it. I, again, it's arbitrary, but that's that, fine. So, which I'm going to we'll hold that off for one second here. So uh, we were there for a week and, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. You can, you know, you make faces of people and you gotta, you can keep your eyes still without, you know, move your mouth around. You don't ever know that you're talking to anything because they can't read your lips because <laughs> the mass is over. There. Anyway, uh, makes people watching a little bit harder. But anyway, so we, uh, you know, nice trip, nice uh, time away. So, you know, it was very nice to be with the family. It's great. All of a sudden, the CDC comes out with their new rules. And they said, and uh, Alpha, help me out here with this, because I'm still floored on trying to figure out how they came up with this all of a sudden. Right, 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 right. Uh, they said, up, oh, you don't need masks outside anymore if you're vaccinated, and you don't need masks on inside if you're vaccinated. Now, this is from the CDC, okay? So this big park, this big area down there, um, uh, said you don't need masks outside anymore, but you need masks inside or if you're in a restaurant. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. The CDC says you don't need masks if you're vaccinated. And you don't need masks inside or outside if you're vaccinated. But this big, big attraction is saying you need masks only if you're outside. But they were supposed to be limiting the number of people that are in these parks. But they actually admitted well, we were increasing the numbers every day trying to to increase, you know, the, um, you know, the numbers. Because they, they were noticing that there was no COVID zombies walking around their attractions. One other thing that I think is important to talk about, this is all my observations. Again, this is not, this is just what I'm kind of relaying from experiences. We're not giving any medical advice here. No medical advice, just my my observations. People had it down around their nose, and then the, the, the people that are supposed to be involved in these rides and paying attention to safety and everything are taking, you know, playing mask police. Put your mask back up above your nose, please. Put your mask up above your nose, please. So I was just like, wow, this is amazing. And when they, when they, when you went around the corner in the line and they couldn't see you anymore, the mask went down. <laughs> like, this is great. Anyway. Well, it's all just so arbitrary and, and just nonsensical. It doesn't make any sense. So, right. so, you know, here's, here's the question that I have, right? Yeah. So let me get this straight. Just help me understand. Cause you know, I'm, I'm, not the brightest bulb on the Christmas tree. Are you obligated to share any kind of medical information for any kind of unofficial purpose? Uh, no. Are you obligated to? Well, that's interesting. So remember what the CDC said, right? This is the this was the guideline. Again, this is what this, the guidelines say. We're not giving any medical advice. We're, the, the guideline says. Masks do not have to be worn outside or inside if you're vaccinated. Now, this big attraction, amusement park type area, said, well, you don't need masks outside, but you need masks on the inside and restaurants and on the rides and everything else. I'm like, what? Well, well, I'm confused. Why? Again, why is a very powerful uh, question, right? 
Why? What? How are you coming up with this? What's going on here? I'm confused. Right. Now, to kick it all off, so we go through the whole week. We're, we're following the rules. We're doing this thing. Um, all of a sudden, CDC came out with these new guidelines, and the next day, the competing amusement park dropped the idea that you need a mask outside, now walking around their parks outside. Meanwhile, we all know that ultraviolet radiation kills corona dead inactivates it we all know that but i digress yeah especially where you were uh-huh it was very sunny i would just have to say yeah well you know yeah. I mean, it is <laughs> but it's, it's, it's on the inside of your rides and inside while you're moving at whatever on the on these roller coasters and these rides you know I, I, again um you need a mask on I, I just think the population's, uh, you know, pardon, pardon the French here. I know there's a person person out there who doesn't particularly care for coarse language, but you know what? They can, whatever, take a deep breath, have a drink. <laughs> I mean, what kind of shit is this? Um, made up stuff because on the last day they lifted that mandate because the other park did it. Right. So they matched yeah. it. Absolutely. Now I have to say, I'm walking around the last day before we came home. And I'm walking around. Everyone has their mask down. Everyone's having a good time. Everyone's smiling. Everyone's enjoying themselves. Right. And again, my, you know, I was like, how do we know they're vaccinated? Exactly. Who's vaccinated? Are you vaccinated? I mean, I can't go up to them and say, are you vaccinated? Are you, should you have your mask down? Are you vaccinated? Again, none of my business. Okay. None of Disney's business. However, it's none of the government's business either, what, what we're told. But I put two and two together, and I have to say, if the government can't mandate these vaccine passports, which we all know that's what they're trying to do, right? then let's have the, the private organizations, the private companies, the people that have some power over you, you want to come in our property? You want to go on these things? You want to have, you know, the magic times of your life and everything else? You want to experience something that's uh, fantasy or whatever? Follow our rules. And well, that, that, now, this, well, wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this leads to some very serious questions, right? And, and I'm sure we're not the only people that are putting out a, a podcast product that, that are mm-hmm. they're asking this question. There's a little thing in this country. It, it's it's a pretty serious law with really serious penalties when it gets violated. It's called HIPAA, mm-hmm. Patient Protection Act. Yep. Your private medical information is your private medical information, and you are not obligated to divulge it at all. That's correct. To anybody. Not even your employer. That's right. Hmm. Interesting. But just like this new guideline, again, can let's let's talk about the language for a second. Guideline is that a is that a regulation? Is that a law? Nope. No. Now, some of the places like in New York, in Maryland, and where you have to have masks on, those are regulations. They're not laws. Right. They're not passed by the the assemblies or the state senates or the state delegate houses or whatever they call for each state is different. That's a regulation. 
It's an edict. It's a policy. Right. That policy, if you're on the state's rules, grounds, depends on where you live. If you're in, in these open areas, you know, and the, the you have a governor that's pretty easy going and understands that you have the rights to make the choices of your your health and your freedom, they don't mandate masks. But like heavy policy. like heavy D. Right. You go to Michigan, New York, Maryland, New Jersey, mask regulations are still in place despite what the guidelines say. So how come the CDC can put out there you don't need to wear masks anymore, but the regulations are still in place. Again, I'm confused. Well, so so here's the thing. So if if the CDC says you no longer have to wear masks indoors, outdoors, you know, this condition, that whatever, whatever, whatever. Stop. Just stop. If you don't have to wear masks anymore, is it really a pandemic anymore? The answer is no. It's not. They're not seeing the numbers of people sick at all. It just isn't happening. No. Now, the other thing. Just oh, wait, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not done. Hold on one second. Excuse me. So where I live is a. A blue state with a red hat sitting in the governor's chair. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just a hat. The body looks like a penis. Hogan. He's absolutely pitiful. He's the worst. So he, here's the deal. The governor lifted all the mask, indoor, outdoor, all the regulations of social distancing, the capacity in the entire state. There's still a county in the state that said, nope, we are not going to do that. We are not going to allow these things. You must wear your masks. You must do these things. And, and they changed their name from the county council to the county board of health. Mm. Mm -hmm. And they've got an unelected official. His name is Travis Gales. He's calling the shots. Mm. This is the same clown who gives Zoom conferences from a moving car while he's driving. Oh. Yeah. Mm. What a clown. <sighs> so it's every it's over everywhere except, you know, where they need to tear any hard, you know. And people here are starting to buck. So we'll see what happens. Right. And just as a as a follow-up, so everyone had their masks off, everyone was happy. Um, I gotta tell you, uh, I, my neck hurts just the amount of, uh, movement it's been doing because I try, I cannot figure this out why the guidelines are not, in, you know, helping policymakers give guidance the way it should be because they're not medical providers. Well, it, it's not, it's not policy. It's not regulation it's nothing but control and propaganda at this point and you are all, correct sir it all just needs to stop so anyhow you know we, we we've turned the butter on that one just enough time so let's let's talk about something a little bit more consequential really uh i think i think covid's over i i think everybody can admit that covid's over everybody that that wanted a vaccine can you know has already gotten it uh mm -hmm. and if you did we're going to talk about that another time you know uh, congratulations please don't tell me about your vaccine People who talk about vaccines are like worse than vegans and CrossFitters. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and and I, I don't want to hear about and vegetarians. I, I just don't want to hear about it anymore. Uh, keep your keep your vaccine talk. Nobody cares. Um, okay, so something a little more consequential is well, all this noise is going on. There's a lot of things going on. You know, you've got Gaza, you've got the whole CDC thing, and all the noise and the churn around that. You've got a gas shortage, which we should have talked about this evening, but. Uh, you know, pipelines are bad until you need to put gas in your car, you screaming liberals. Uh, broccoli doesn't run cars. Okay, so we need that. Sunlight but, doesn't make electricity. No, <laughs> not really. Not enough. Not, not efficiently, to enough to get you from point A to point B. Right, right. And and we burn a lot of fossil fuels to make solar panels. So, okay, let's leave that alone. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a little something going on in Maricopa County in Arizona that nobody's really talking about. So... Why don't we why don't we get into that a little bit? Well, let's talk about that. So sure. right now, again, we're reporting what's going on. We're not I have no inside information about what's going on. This is what's been reported. And what's being reported is not a lot of information because again, mainstream media doesn't want to talk about it. Unless you clip on to MSNBC and they start saying the world has fallen because uh Mad Mad Owl. What's her name? Uh, I don't even watch. Uh, try not Ra- to watch. Rachel Madcow? Mad- <laughs> yeah, Rachel Maddow. Oh, she's insane. She's sounding the alarm. That well, they well wait a minute. Wait, wait. She must be doing something right because she's single-handedly beating CNN in the ratings right now. Oh. Single-handedly. If those ratings weren't bundled and they weren't manipulated, but anyway. I don't Whatever. Know. Anyway. But let's let seriously, through the actions of concerned citizens, the state Senate, uh, Mark Fincham, who's a state senator. Uh, he's actually running now for the uh, secretary of state. Thank goodness. Cause they need to clean those elections up. Uh, but basically Mark Fincham uh, and, and Rudy Giuliani started all of this back in January when he was doing his going to the different States and talking to whatever committee would listen about the irregularities that were occurring. Well, let me now follow to today, the, this this audit, and they're not just recounting things, and they're not just putting through the machines again, and they're not, this is an audit. This is a examine things, look at the procedures. Um, in, in medicine, it's similar to quality assurance, to making sure that any procedures that you have or systems in place allow for the right outcomes in terms of health. And, and the right outcomes to, for um, procedures that you do, that you want your vote to count, you want it to be accurate, and you don't want it to be discounted, right? Everyone, I, I think that pretty much sums it up. So right now, uh, and there's all kinds of laws, and all remember, the Constitution states that any of the laws that have to do with elections are delegated to the state's legislature, Again, we talked about this before, but it's not the governor. It's not, it's not the secretary of state. It's not a judicial agreement because someone gets up there and starts yelling racism, and everyone everyone knows the story about that. All right. So in Maricopa County, they've rented out. They had this entire war memorial type setting because Maricopa County's uh, board of supervisors didn't want to open up their facilities. Uh, to this, they want to make it as hard as possible, so they had to truck all these ballots, two and a half million of ballots, over to this war memorial, and they gotten twenty percent done so far, 
Uh, they had to take a break because uh, there were some contractual agreements with the uh, local high schools for their graduations, which is nice. It's nice to see them having some graduations. Meanwhile, anyone can watch this on azaudit.org, and you can see this whole thing. I've watched it, like I was telling you in previous shows. The error rate that you're supposed to not, the, the acceptable error rate in any election, according to Arizona and other states, is less than 0.0001% error rate. You cannot have 17% error rate, which they're finding right now in this audit. These are preliminary released findings. People are losing their mind. So, on the so, side. so let's, let's, let's get this straight. Let, let's break it down real easy. So one out of every 10,000 is 0. 0.0001. Right? Yep. Okay. 17% is 17 out of 100. Yep. Right? So. Inaccurate. Just inaccuracy. I'm not even going to get into what, I mean, was it was it adjudicated? Did someone else make a decision for someone? Did, no, no, no. Did, Just talking high level. High level. High level. Inaccuracies. Right. Inaccuracies. Like black and white decisions. Right? right. Yep. So 17 times out of 100 the votes were counted incorrectly. Yes. Whereas one out of every 10,000 votes is a normal acceptable rate. Error rate, correct. Error rate. So let me let me ask a question. Where'd those 17 out of 100 votes go? Well, it's interesting you ask that, Alpha, because... And why? The, the, uh, again, preliminarily, they're, they're talking about servers that didn't have... Uh, disk drives that would allow people to understand where things went because the router records everything incoming and outgoing of that computer system. Uh, you you have the situation. Uh, I'm trying to think the um, uh, votes uh, were changed <laughs> from one delegate, one presidential candidate to another, and even the lower elections and. Names were made up, and they're actually going out and canvassing right now. They're going out to ask these people, "Is this your vote? Is it you know, or not? Is this your is this your name? Is this your address? Is this correct? Is this address that was registered over here proper?" You get what I'm saying. They're doing all of it, and anyone you can always go to the war room. Um, Stephen K. Bannon, you can follow him. Uh, he has a podcast on it. He talks about this in great detail and has all the people that are involved with this. And that's where I get my information from. It talks about all this. Mm -hmm. I think it's important that we understand that it's still in process and that this is what is being talked about. And it's not done yet. But there are some pretty significant errors going on right now. We don't know if it's purposeful or not. We don't know why it's happened. Um, they don't even have the passwords to get into some of the servers, you know, the Dominion software. Uh, the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors knows they're in trouble when they say, well, we don't have any passwords to get into this stuff. We don't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. And you, again, it's just, it's these, this onion has many, many um, layers, and we're not even into the outside of this onion. So it's, it's going to get to be. Uh, pretty intense. Yeah, it, it, it's already 
you know, 17 out of a hundred errors is, is, is bad. That's just and, preliminary. They haven't gone through all, they're about 20% of the way through two and a half million ballots. We'll have to see what happens, but I, I'm, I'm always eager to hear what's going on with it. And there's a lot of people that don't want anything to come of it. Gee, I wonder why. Hmm. 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 Curious. I, I, I'm hoping that someone goes to jail over this. <laughs> Well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to uh, impatiently sit back and and sit on our hands and wait to see what happens here. Unfortunately, right. yep. you know, I think that we have a long road to go down uh, in the Arizona audit, and and I just hope that other states, when the results come out, I mean, it's going to take a couple of years to adjudicate all this stuff, and there's nothing that can be done. There, there's no overturning an election. Nobody's saying that that's going to happen, but this is really bad. <laughs> This is really bad well, stuff. I mean, if it's true, it's it's just horrible. At least we're seeing now that in order, you know, like when we talk about quality assurance or quality improvement in the medical world, you don't want the same thing to happen to someone else. So they change procedures. They, you know, like I'll give you an example real quick. Surgeries, for instance, people were going to have surgery. People have heard horror stories where they had the wrong uh, kidney taken out or they yeah. had... The long, wrong leg was amputated or whatever the case is. Mistakes happen. We're all human. I get it. But that's those are pretty egregious. And they, come, they came up with something called a timeout. Uh, when you're in the surgery, you identify the patient. You identify the procedure, the nurse. It's like a checklist on an aircraft. Uh, when you're getting ready to take off, you say, do we have fuel? Did someone check the fuel and verify the fuel that's in the tank? Yes. Good. Okay, let's go. You know, besides the gauge working, the same thing as a timeout uh, doing a medical procedure. Right. They they come up with these things because of things that bad that happen. The laws are being changed right now. They're getting rid of mail-in ballots. They're getting it. They're being very strict about voter ID. Yep. And, and everyone is going to expect to see this. But there's also something to say that they say in the wall room all the time. One falls, they all fall. Arizona is just the beginning. You can see all this happening in other states. Right. Um, and some say, again, I, again, we just report what I'm, what I'm, tell, what I'm being told. Right. Uh, they have uh, the ability to, you know, if they, if they <laughs> Biden doesn't belong there, that's another story. Uh, we'll have to see what happens. I, I have no idea. Well, I don't either. And, and we're going to have to find out. This is kind of a little bit highly unusual, uh, to mm -hmm. say the least. Um, I, I will say, you know, that in the, in the short term, it's, it's, it, this whole process has been very painful to watch. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's very unsettling to me, at least that there's even a question about elections in this country. Uh, you know, we're the last great hope for democracy in the world. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. Anyhow, I'd like to well, thank everybody see. for joining us tonight. Time does fly and we have covered the topics we want to talk about. And, and, uh, you know, tomorrow is, uh, tomorrow is, uh, everybody's least favorite day of the week. Yep. Everybody gets to go back to work tomorrow. Fun times, right? Make more money for the government to waste. There you go. <laughs> yes. Go to work, peasants. Yeah. Maxine needs a new air marshal. Yep. So. 
So anyhow, you know, everybody, thank you very much for joining us. Please feel free to visit our website at Signal50.com for updates uh, and to check out all of the areas where you can catch us on podcast uh, or on live streaming. Join us on Rumble at Signal50, uh, Parlor Signal50 podcast. We're on Parlor as well. Um, we're pretty much everywhere. We're we're still kind of waiting to see on the whole uh, Mike Lindell uh, Frank platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're still it's still a one one direction uh, platform, um, but it's very popular. A lot of people go there. I go there yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're on BitChute also. Right. Yeah. Um, iHeartRadio. Yeah, iHeartRadio. So we appreciate everyone tuning in. Again, we give you the perspective of two American patriots who love to talk about current events. We love to hear what you think. We want to hear. Uh, what you want us to talk about. And like I said, we come across as two, two Americans that just want to want to talk about what's affecting all of us. So, well, anyhow, everybody, we'd like to thank our affiliate POF USA, POF USA.com makers of the finest AR 15 style rifles anywhere in the world. Uh, then they really are folks. I'm, I'm not even kidding. Uh, if you're in the market for an AR-15, that's definitely a place to look. You won't find any ammunition for it on the market just yet, but uh, it's coming. Hang tight. Uh, so someday we'll be able to go out and go enjoy that. Uh, you know, uh, that and Mark's Guns LLC. Go on over to Mark's Guns LLC. He's based up in Minnesota for all your firearms, hunting, and shooting needs. Go over to MarksGunsLLC.com and go see uh, our friend Mark over there. He'll take really good care of you for anything that you need. Other than that, everybody just have a great week and uh, do your best. I know that my week is going to be extraordinarily interesting and I'm not really looking forward to it. <laughs> and don't forget about our airmen, soldiers, uh, and yeah. please fire EMS where all right. you do. We appreciate it. Our frontline medical workers. And of course, uh, you know, like I, I can't say it enough. Firefighters, but you know, they put our li- their lives on the line to protect us and That's you. Right. So, and we'll be coming at you with a new show on Wednesday night. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, our good friend Ted Cruz mm. and some of the work that he's been doing. And I'd really like to talk a little bit about uh, uh, a podcast that I've really been engaged with over the past couple of months that I'm, I'm really starting to enjoy. And that's Timcast, Tim Pool, Timcast I, IRL. Love Timcast. Mm-hmm. He does a really great job. He does a really great job. I'd like to talk to him, give a shout out about how he's doing things and, and some of the people that he has on and, and give a plug for his podcast as well. And he's doing, he's doing really good work over there. So he's got a web, he's got his own website. Um, <laughs> he's got web, everything. You know, like I said, we're doing this for free, but he's doing it for money and oh yeah, support him when you get a chance. Uh, he definitely uh, does a great job and gives us a lot of good information also. Yeah, he does. He's a great. He's a, he's, he's a great provider of information. All right, everybody out there, stay safe. Pray for the Middle East. Everybody could use it. And uh, keep your heads down. It's just five more days till the weekend, people. <laughs> Cue in the music, sir. Thank Bye. you. Have a good night. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.